0: All right, welcome back. Um, welcome back to today's podcast episode with uh, me, Manny. Uh, Manny tries actually um, this is what my online persona goes by, but you know, gonna call myself Manny for the sake of um, simplicity. But yeah, welcome back, everybody. I hope you all had a great week. Um, this is the second episode in my weekly podcast that I will be trying to keep up weekly. Um, we've done it for a week, and it was actually manageable. Um, so I think I'll be able to do this more often, and I'll be okay. So. Yeah, I look forward to being able to basically uh, share my thoughts every week on things that may have happened this week, a specific topic, um, or just, you know, in general, updating you all about myself. Um, Yeah, this is kind of like going to be one of those things that I kind of just do raw, off the rip, uncut. The only thing I'll probably cut is like a small ramble from here and there, or maybe I'll cut a... um, like a lot of um, blank noise because sometimes I'm just thinking and it takes me like 10 seconds to (laughs) grasp my thought but I'll try to remove that as much as possible in the edit but yeah anyway yeah I hope you all had a great week I think judging by the title of this podcast you can tell that it's going to be about friendships um, and how important those are in our lives and I think what I'm going to dive into is going to be about how my friendships have evolved over time Um, We're going to look at different stages of my friendships in my life, and I'm going to kind of, and I'm being 22, um, I haven't lived, uh, like I'm not even halfway through my life yet, not even close, so hopefully, Um, but yeah, so we won't be able to like dive deeply into things, but we will be able to take on a perspective of someone who developed friendships during COVID, developed friendships over the growth of the internet, and also kind of just like kind of take a little bit of a, a little bit of stance on someone who is a lot more independent than the average person, and kind of enjoys a bit more solitude and a bit more privacy. Um, privacy in the sense, of like physical privacy, mostly. Um, emotional privacy, I do not give a shit about. <laughs> clearly, do not care. I'm always sharing, oversharing. I think that's something. Sh- oversharing where, when when um, you know when the space is given for it, but yeah. I think firstly to establish something important is the definition of friendship or the traditional understanding of friendship, which is, it is a state of like enduring, if I'm reading this off a fucking word doc clearly, Um, but a state of enduring affection, esteem, intimacy and trust between two people. Um, That doesn't actually have to be two people. You can have friendships with um, a dog, um, friendships with a cat. You can have friendships with um, a variety of other things that aren't necessarily people, but the sake of this podcast and, you know, my thoughts not rambling on too far, I think I'm going to keep it pretty much towards um, friends and, like, other people, essentially. Um, Yeah, I think the first thing I kind of want to reflect on is that reflect—like, that— um, definition itself, I think affection, esteem, intimacy, and trust. I think the main factor of those things is trust. You can have a friendship that like, there is always a certain amount of trust involved in a friendship, which can be either transactional, it can be business trust, it can be emotional trust, it can be physical trust. Um, for example, if you're friends with your bodyguard, you may not have any emotional, you know, um, attachment to that person, but there's a lot of physical trust involved that friend and that friend of yours in that moment. So um, this is a very hypothetical situation. I do not have a bodyguard. Um, but like just an example put out there. Yeah, I think my first kind of friend that I remember was, is an interesting one. Um, and there's like a photo of this, but um, back when I moved to Ireland for six months, because after we moved from California, um, I kind of skipped this in my intro last episode. But I lived in Ireland for six months. Um, we were just trying it out as a family. Uh, wasn't great. Um, f- wasn't a great environment for me personally. I think my parents were also getting really bored of living there because it was always so drab and down. Um, like the weather was always shit. Um, and as like Indians um that was like the stark opposite of the weather that we enjoyed um but yeah so my first friend i remember was like this little white kid um that my parents always told me that was always defending me um from other people um he was like my friend this was this was, he was like my bodyguard but like he was a friend of mine And I think that's like the first kind of understanding that I had of a friendship. I don't remember him at all, neither his name, but I have a photo of him standing next to me and he looks, he's like way bigger and taller than me, but um, it's just like that understanding of like, yes, we're friends and yes, we are um, people that interact with each other and, you know, trust each other. Clearly I wouldn't keep him around if I didn't trust him to some degree. Um, And yeah, I think that was, that was like my first friendship that I kind of remember um, happening. And then when I moved from Ireland to North India, um, Chandigarh, I went to a public school, and uh, and public schools in India are a lot different than public schools here. Um, it was a pretty privileged public school, I'll say that. Um, and I made a couple friends there. Um, well, since I'm am Sikh and um, or a Sardar as many people call us um and we call ourselves too but um I had like really long hair that was always tied up in like a bun on top of my head um and we used to wear something known as a patka which was like oh my god I'm saying this in like the whitest accent <laughs> we used to wear something that was known as a patka um which was like a cloth that tied up and kept a lot of like fraying hair in inti- intact and like gave us a more polished look essentially um and that was part of our culture. That was part of our um, understanding. That was part of my understanding of my culture as well. Like I had to wear this to, you know, look a certain way, be a certain way. It was a super tight cloth that left like a mark on my forehead always. But that, yeah, and I think, yeah, the, the, those two moves in my life kind of left me feeling um, a bit distant from all the people that had already been there. I think that was my first kind of experience with having no friends of just being somewhere but I was naturally inclined as an extroverted person initially um, to just talking. And I quickly realized that in in like middle school, the more like, the more you were good at something, the better, um, the more friends you would make. Um, and I think that kind of was like a basic understanding of my like idea of how the friendships worked back in the day. And I took that and I basically moved forward and created, um, this, like, accepting that I had to, like, I created this image in my head of myself where I had to be good at something, right? And I picked studies uh, and studies was something that I just started to grind out. I used to study a lot. I used to like, you know, fall in love with maths. I used to fall in love with science. I used to. I mean, this was like middle school shit. So it was like pretty easy stuff. I mean, easy for like, I say that now, but, um, And I I would have these three other uh, friends who were all... um, So we were like the top four in our class in terms of grades. And we would always just fluctuate. There was one dude who always came first. But like everybody else would like fluctuate in their ranking in every test. And that was like kind of our little competition. And we all became friends through that. We were all good at what we did, like studying and getting good grades. And we were we became friends and we basically... We were like, like this quad, this group, like this quad people that were just like always hanging out together, um, always meeting up together, and kind of just like that was my first like true friendship. I think that friend group of three people, four people, um, and those people meant the world to me at that time. And it was quite interesting because, like, now that I think about it, I, I mean, I remember their names, but, um, I'm not going to obviously out that, but I remember their names, but that's about it. I remember their faces and, but I don't know anything more about them. And I think that was something that, that's something that I really kind of established in my life or like, I kind of accepted about my life that whenever I moved, I I lost, I just lost my friends. I think that was something that happened over time because of just, you know, the effort I think it takes to keep in touch, but also just like, what do you keep in touch about in middle school? You know? I think personally that was something that I was like, and I was always occupied with trying to fit into the new place that I moved to. It was it was very, it was a very dicey kind of thing with me. I think, but yeah, um, yeah. So those we were a group of four. Uh, we were like a tight knit group. Um, I had, there's a picture of us playing GTA San Andreas at my birthday in my room, living room um, back in the. There's like a picture of it, and uh, we're all trying to look cool as fuck, um, but we're clearly playing a game that isn't for us um but yeah there we are playing that game but yeah we all bonded through our love for you know gaming love for studying love for being the best at what we did and I think those those three people motivated me and at that age I think it's important to have friends that like and I'm, I'm grateful for those people because they motivated me to you know understand determination understand friendship and understand how you know individuals can push each other to be better and I, I'm I'm so grateful that I learned that at such a young age and um, instead of like, you know, trying to be the popular kid, I just decided to be what I was good at, um, do what I was good at and see what happened from there. And I became friends with other people through them and we were just kind of, you know, we were like the central hub. Like we would all like have our own friend groups outside of that. I didn't. Um, I was pretty much latched on to these people. Um, but they, I think they had a couple friends outside of that friend group and they would always come back and like, we would always loop back and like kind of be friends, um, with amongst ourselves. And we knew that we would always be there for each other. I think that was always nice. We had like a little nickname, um, for, um, for our group. Uh, and it was, it was, it was very very, like, it was very like, um, movie kind of vibes with that's with them. So it was really nice. And I think that was something that I will never forget. Like that bond was strong for the time, and I think when it, you know, I mean, as, as everything runs its course, uh, I was the one who moved um, to Australia, and I think in Australia, I kind of, it was, I mean, this is very, like, narcissistic of me to say, but when I moved in Australia, the same being good at studying didn't really work, because I was naturally good at studying. Um, when I got there, like everything seemed easy the the English was easy, the maths was easy, the science was easy because in like the Australian education system like 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 the studies really kick in when it's like eighth grade or seventh grade um, so I moved there in fifth grade, and I was like, this is literally I was like doing different I was teaching the class- I wasn't teaching the class, but I had my own method of doing long division compared to them, and it worked, and the teacher saw it, and she was like, oh. Okay, cool. Just use this as long as you get the same answer. Like I was introducing them to different things, and I think in Australia, my friendships really evolved into what I think a classic friendship was more about. It was more about you know bonding over similar things rather than you know bonding over being good at something Um, or bonding over like that curiosity of like you know um, you know what would happen if I kicked this rock or something like that. Um I think and that was like where I started to really develop friendships and I remember making this really close friend um back in the day uh and he was like the first person I had a sleepover with and we would always like you know um kind of hang out with each other and just kind of just chill out um together always and we were we were kind of inseparable almost um and I would go over to his house all the time he lived pretty fucking far but um whenever like you know we would get the chance we would hang out after school and just like, like, but then I started to realize that like, at like, I mean, the thing about in, Aust- uh, in Australia was that because I was already good at studying, I could just focus on other things um, in life, like you know, getting to know people and understanding people. Because I was in a different place, I was like, I think in my grade I was the only Indian kid, and then there was one Indian kid under me, so I was like completely different. I completely, I stuck out like a sore thumb, obviously. That I, I lost my hair at that point. Um, I cut it down to like. like the buzz cut basically um so i didn't have that because there were some racist attacks going on against indian students and my parents didn't want to you know subject me to any of those um you know just walking around looking completely different in a country where you're like a kid is dangerous um but yeah so then in australia there was like my understanding of a friendship shifted from what a natural friendship more felt like because that guy and i that became really close friends we just kind of I think we liked the same girl or something, and we just kind of became friends over, like, that, uh, none of us got the girl, um, but, which, it was, like, high school stuff, it was, like, middle school stuff, right, um, or, like, yeah, so I guess, yeah, those friends were, like, so, yeah, that, that group of four was, like, more primary middle school, and then this was, like, true middle school, um, yeah, but, yeah, once I, uh, yeah, we liked, the, we liked the same girl, I think we just started talking over that reason, and I think we all paired up in a couple things, and we just became closer friends through that, um, He was also um, not white, so I think that really was what brought us together because we were, like, a few of the only people of color in the class. Um, And, yeah, you know, that that just happens in natural, like, it's the natural way of, like, you know, bonding. Like, you know, you're different. You you two understand that you are different here, so you find solidarity in that. And that was my first understanding of that concept, too, Um, being different from others and how finding comfort in people that are different From the norm, from the norm in quotes, obviously, norm is in like a white dominant country. Um, In India, I didn't have that. I was Indian. That was it. Um, And there was a lot of like Punjabis in India. So and then my school as well. So I didn't really feel like I was different. And I was always making friends with upperclassmen. Um, They were chill people. And they would always take me under their wing. I think I was always like a genuine person. And I tried to just be funny without actually like, you know, putting like an overly excessive amount of effort into being funny. So yeah, in India, I was always like taken under um, the wing of my upperclassmen a lot of the times, and I love hanging out with older people. I think that's something I've always noticed. I was someone who was okay with having more mature conversations about like, like different things. I don't know, at that age, what the fuck a mature conversation counts as when you're in primary, middle school. But yeah, and then Australia, I was like, I would just breeze through school anyway. So I didn't really, like my grades were Pretty much topped here, um, so yeah, I was like making friends pretty frequently. I was one of the more extroverted kids, and I was um, I was like this little I was I was like this little weak Indian kid, but I had like a wit to me. I would always like make jokes um, and kind of you know I was very inclusive everybody because I was the one who was different, so I ended up being the most inclusive person. And I would talk to people, listen to people. I would like hear people's like who, who their crushes were and try to set people up um, through that, it was, like, very middle school-y stuff, um, and it was, it was, it was interesting, because those kinds of friendships that I formed in that school, and, like, that middle school, were always ones that felt very natural, I think that was something that I really liked about that school as a whole, like, you were just kind of, you were never under any high pressure in that place, like, everything was, like, you know, taken care of, your, the teachers were accepting, of your differences and like they would help you through things and I mean this is coming from someone who was good at studying so I guess that was different but and like there were like PE classes there were music classes and like it was like a great environment to grow in I think that was one of the like the more top tier like school and it was it was like a um, public school it wasn't like a private school Um, and I think that was one of those like high growth environments that everybody was like just generally happy in like, we would all break for lunch, and we would all, like, you know, eat lunch, play a couple games of, like, Foursquare. Foursquare was really popular, and I got really good at that. Well, I tried to get really good at it, but I kind of got, like, decent at it in the point where, like, I wasn't picked last in, <laughs> in sports class. Um, and, yeah, that, was, that also led to me making some more friendships, like, in the sports region with, like, you know, because I was agile. So I was able to, like, I had decent reflexes. I was able to, like, punt the ball back, and, like, we would play duos and, like, 2v2s. And we would have like small tournaments and like I would just pair up with people and play. But there was all, yeah, I think in that school also though, I think I understood the first meaning of ego in friendships. I think that was something that I was always interested, like it, it always stuck with me. Like, you know, even though you can be friends with someone, they can have an ego over you. Um, and I don't know what the reason for that ego was, but I think there was like, as you're developing as a person, you start to really think, find things that you're good at outside of just, you know, things that you're supposed to be good at, like studying and a lot of sports kids, like we would play a lot of cricket, um, in Australia, it's a pretty popular sport there. So, and I was from India, so I was naturally going to play cricket. Um, I don't know if that was like something that I planned, but yeah. And then. When I went from that middle school to, like, a high school, and I went only to the high school for, like, a year, um, I started playing in the cricket team for the school. And I think that was my first kind of experience at camaraderie where, like, we were all good players that would, like, have each other's back always. Like, if, like, a fight broke out or if someone fouled or, like, if someone... Um, like if someone wanted to learn something specific in cricket, like we would always help each other out. That, that, that kind of camaraderie type of friendship I had never really had before. Cause I was never part of like a sports team, um, before that, um, that was like a different kind of friendship that, that friendship felt very like raw and like, um, respectful because everybody in the cricket team was decent at cricket and they were all good at specific things that were part of cricket. So I was good at bowling, um, because I just had lanky arms. And I was able to, like, get the ball, like, the swing on the ball really well because I just had, like, a good centrifugal force when I was swinging it. And it was very interesting because I was respected kind of as a bowler. And I would be one of the few bowlers that would open. Um, And I was playing, and I was a decent spin bowler, which is, like, where you spin the ball rather than just throw it. Um, And I think that was something that, like, people kind of didn't know how to do. So they just respected the fact that I did it. Um, and I made friendships through that, and I think I met um there was this and it was it was this was my and I started to make a lot more um I think just friends that weren't men um in middle school and that high school that I went to in Australia. I think that was my first kind of experience with understanding that like I was more emotionally in touch with myself than most people because of just the conversations I would have with, you know, uh, women, and, uh, I don't know if anybody was non-binary at that point, like, they identified as non-binary, so I'm just going to use women as an all-encompassing term, um, because at that age, like, don't, but at at least, you know, they didn't make it clear to me, um, or they didn't communicate that with me, so I'm just going to use women as an all-encompassing term, but yeah, I made a lot of friends with women, and I think, It was always just friendship. Um, It it sometimes evolved into a crush, but I was also... There's, like, a loud-ass fucking alarm outside. Um, But the police are here. Uh, Yeah, it was, like, always interesting because I would make friends with women. And then I would be asked, like who liked who and like those kind of like gossipy things were always a part of and that was just not just women asking men would ask the same thing too but it was like it was interesting because I suddenly became this hub of like you know oh man he's probably friends with that person um like that kind of thing I wasn't sometimes but like there was a time where I was like friends with basically everyone and it wasn't like something that like I boasted because I wasn't like the popular kid I was just I just knew things about people because they were open to telling me them. And I think this is where I first discovered my ability to be a friend that could listen. I think that's something that a lot of friends can't do a lot of the times. And that's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you, you have friends for different reasons. Um, like you always have a one friend that you go to if you need someone to listen to you. They might not be your closest friend, but they might just be a decent, like damn good listener. And I think that I became that person for a lot of people um because i was pretty much i was in touch with who i was because i had like an identity you know and that identity just stemmed from the fact that i was different it was accelerated because i had to you know figure out my space in th- this like community where i was like the only indian um and it was always interesting because i tried my best to kind of understand myself i never did at that age but I just did so much internal reflection as to why I was different, why I was able to do certain things, why people perceive certain things about me, that I ended up just maturing like on like a fast track, um, and it was it was a pretty hard way to mature, but that kind of middle school led to me understanding that I have the ability to like help people with their ident, like uh, help people with not with their identities, but help people under like help people in a way that they haven't been helped before because like at that age nobody really listens I think everybody has their own problems and everybody has their own like things to do so this is probably an assumption this is how I felt but at that time I was listening to a lot of people and I was listening to their problems and I was listening to you know and that's why I like um kind of went when I went into the high school in Australia um, this was seventh grade, you basically transfer, I had sixth grade is like the cutoff for primary, and then you like transfer to another school entirely, um, and everybody started applying to different schools, a lot of my upperclassmen friends went to the specific high school that I went to, so I applied there, got in, they took me in, um, and yes, I was, you know, I made new friends in a new high school, and I met like, a bu- I met an Indian there who I still remember his name, and he's the goatest friend I've had, um, uh, outside of that 4 band friend group that w- I was in, um, he was good at tech, and I learned through him. We would play Minecraft in class, hiding from the teacher. Um, we got caught a few times, but we figured out how to bypass like the um, the system where the teach where like the IT guys could basically tell what software you had open on your on your government lab. Like the the government gave you a laptop there, um, so like government gave you a laptop for school so they would have like software installed and we learned how to bypass that software and kind of avoid getting caught and we would play osu on those lap those laptops could barely run anything they were they would run minecraft at like two render distance um and like zero graphics but it was it was a time and i think that was that one guy that i met there he was one of my friends that um at the high school and, I, and my friendship kind of faded with the dude that I was really close to in middle school after we changed schools and I think that's something also I accepted like something like my friendship had run its course with that person it wasn't just meant to you know continue after that and I think that's something that I've come to learn to accept over time as I've grown up that friendships run their course and if it feels like an effort to maintain a friendship it's probably not worth it in the long term I think that's something that comes and that's for me personally I think um that cannot apply to everybody obviously I think that it's just this is just one perspective on friendships um it might sound like an excuse to some and to that I say well you know I can't do much about that sorry Uh, that's your opinion on how I you know how how I make friends but I think yeah that was something that I kind of evolved um into understanding and then When I, that was like my first experience of like losing friends because even the friends that I had, like that four friend group that seemed so tight knit in India was like gone in Australia because Facebook was a thing, but like I would video call them once or twice and then it just kind of faded away. We didn't have much to talk about at that age. And yeah, I was caught up in learning more things about new people and I just kind of integrated myself and made new friends. And then when I went to that high school in Australia, I made newer friends and we would like, yeah, we would sit in the library, eat our lunch study um play video games on the shitty ass laptop um but it was like that was like a bonding experience and those friendships were different in the sense that we were all we bonded through our love for rebelling if that makes sense we were teenagers so we would rebel and I think we bonded through this I'm like kind of thinking of things as I go as well at the same time but like we bonded because we were rebelling and we would And like, but I was still good at like studies and I was like good at the history class. Like, the English teacher, like, I was really good at English. I think I've always like that was something that always has stuck with me in every fucking class, like, or every school that I go to. I was decent at English. And it was kind of odd as someone who wasn't like from an English speaking country or like the native language wasn't English. Um, It felt kind of like a weird thing to be decent at, but like, I embraced it. Um, Every English teacher that I've come across has always been, you know, someone that I've like highly looked up to and that was like and I started forming friendships with teachers at that age like at um in in the Indian um like primary school that I went to primary middle school um I had I was really good friends with my science teacher um and then in the Australian um middle school I was really good friends with um the homeroom teacher or like the teacher that was like would do like the attendance in the morning um and then in high school I became really good friends with my I think bio teacher and my English teacher slash history teacher um and it was those friendships felt kind of different those they weren't like those you know uh like they those friendships just felt more like a person you could rely on almost like you know because like you know that people say like you know the teachers are a lot of people like, well, if you make friends with the teacher you can rely on them to answer your questions to like help you out when needed and it was always interesting because that kind of like rely i never i was a i was a very independent kid and i didn't really l- rely on anyone i've never taken like a single tuition class for anything um or i've never gone to like coaching classes for anything i've always just learned by myself so whenever i had a friend that i would like that I a teacher that I could call a friend, I, I had, like, this way of, like, not burdening myself all the time. Like, I would always ask questions, and I would always, like, stay back for, like, an extra two minutes in class and just talk about I'm the most random shit, but we would talk nonetheless. And those kinds of friendships, friendships with teachers, became kind of, I don't know, from my perspective, they felt pretty like natural in a way i think that was one of the it was a new kind of friendship so we've discovered like so far that like i became friends with people because we were all good at the same thing which is studying then i became friends with people because i had time to put into friendships and like you know understand listen to people and listen to their actual emotional problems and like kind of understand like their day-to-day lives and like those kinds of friends um, like the, they didn't, those weren't natural. I was seeking out friendships, but those turned out to be one of the most like educating friendships. And then there was friendships with people that just, you know, you become friends with because you spend like three hours every day like sitting with them. Um, and I was, al- I would always sit at the front and I would always, I was always like, yeah, I think my interest in studying and my curiosity has always led me to make friends that, you know, always benefited me. And I think that's also coming from, I mean, I made friends that I regret, to this day um, that's a podcast for another day um, but yeah I think those are different friendships but like with teachers especially um, but those friendships turned out to be pretty fucking sick and I don't keep in touch with them anymore but I tried to keep in touch with them when I moved back to India which is, which is after Australia I moved back to South India and all my Australian friends faded away like with your friends on Facebook and I can like look up what they're doing if I wanted to. But stop talking. And I don't know if they remember me. I don't know if I remember a lot of them. But I think sorry I'm yawning while talking. But like the good thing is that I'm going to drink my coffee. Um, the good thing is that it's those friendships taught me so much in such a short amount of time. That I will always be grateful for those friends because they they put me through ups and downs they put me through the like the mud when it comes to like understanding people emotionally and balancing you know studying and like obviously balancing studying meaning like i was okay at it but like i'd had to like you know still study a little bit so i'll always be thankful for that time in australia and the friends that i made there because they all individually taught me very different things And because they were made like you, I was making those friends at a time where we were all discovering ourselves. Everybody was, I realized that everybody's so unique and everybody's so different. Everybody has their own perspective on life and how they grew up and where they come from that you can't help but give someone the benefit of doubt in a situation or like make friends with them because just because they will teach you something about the world that you may never learn yourself unless you learn it through them. And then when I came to the high school in India, that's when I think friendships really became more concrete. This is, this is where we move into, like, the concrete side of friendships. Like, before this, all these friendships were, like, a way to grow. Now friendships were concrete. Because in high school, once you get there, you've discovered, like, like you've, you've developed some habits and you've developed some things that you like and like you kind of have like you have a bit of a personality almost let's put it that way when you come to high school and I, I this might not be um same for everybody of course um it's different but I think personally I think I had developed somewhat of a personality and that was just the easygoing helpful dude who was good at English Um, I think that was kind of a person that sounds like a really sad personality but that was with the gamer kid I guess and I remember when I came to the high school in India the first thing I was running like a Minecraft gaming channel and the first thing I told the guy sitting next to me um, was that I have a YouTube channel and it had like 15 subscribers that wasn't the point but the point was that I never felt um and that guy is like I'm still friends with him uh, we don't talk that much anymore but like if we caught up we ca- we caught we if we catch, up, we catch up we catch up kind of thing if we ever get the chance to but he was the friend that stuck with me throughout like high school and i'm still friends with him like almost 10 years later holy shit um down yeah, on that kid for a while um but yeah he was like my first friend he was assigned to be my friend which is really weird because i was a new kid um being the new kid felt fucking awkward as always um, I think I had a dream the night before That I fucked up my first day at school um, Whereas in like I think I just like Said something dumb in class I don't know what the fuck I said But I remember having like A really bad feeling Going into that class The first class of that time And yeah once I became friends with him And then we kind of became Like uh, And he'd been at the school for like Since the start of the school So he'd been at the school for ages So he knew everybody That came in and out and I think he was one of those people that I kind of just latched on to because he was like the first person I talked to. But he turned out to be a good person, thankfully. <laughs> um, yeah, luck l- luck was on my side there. Um, but yeah, in high school, I think friendships became about... There was a certain element of wanting to be cool that I kind of developed. Like, I've, I've never been the cool kid ever. And I don't think I was in high school either. But I always wanted to be. And that was like th- this kind of idea. I developed this idea in myself of just trying to be cool, and I don't know what that meant, um, now that I think about it, but I guess cool meant, you know, having a haircut that was, like, cool, or, you know, owning a cool thing, or talking a certain way, or listening to a certain kind of music, and I think I went into this identity crisis in high school, because I wanted to do, like, I wanted, because uh, cool didn't mean just being good at studies anymore, um, that was almost kinda of lame <laughs> in high school. I felt like the people who were good at studying suddenly were, you know, mocked for it. Um, I I know that because when I was good at English, I think it was always something I was mocked about. Um I think Karis so was still good at it, but we started to connect through more things than just our everyday lives. Uh or our everyday like routine. Like a lot of like so far and all my friendships before this high school in South India, uh not South, that's like kind of fucking east but same thing um not same thing sorry I know that's gonna offend some Indians um so yeah um we started to make I started to make friends based off of the things I liked outside of my daily routine and that was always interesting because suddenly I needed to do something outside of my daily routine like not just be like a kid who just went home and like did nothing and I think gaming was something that I um enjoyed the kind of music I listened to I enjoyed um I didn't play any sports but there was this kind of growth that happened in terms of wanting to do things and I started playing the drums um outside of regular things that I would do and I started to play on the basketball team but the god for like forgive me for even trying because I was shit at it but um I started to play the drums, and that thing really, like, that ability to be creative, like, creative expression started to connect me to people, and it started to be connected to like-minded people, some of the friends that I have made um, to this day that are still with me, I made through my creative, um, like, endeavors, like, drums, um, design, and I think that's always, like, been something that I'm grateful for, like, creative expression leading to friendships was really interesting um to me because it really led to friendships that were woven together rather than crafted were, sorry no they were woven together rather than stacked on top of each other you know like those friendships kind of felt the most natural cuz when you creatively express uh whether it's you know cause like the guy who I met first in high school in in the high school that I went to uh, when I moved to the uh, like eastern uh, western india um he played the guitar so it was just a natural fit like we would just play guitar and drums and we made like a little band and we would like have like singers and things like that but both of us were always like pushing each other to be more creatively expressive and it was always nice because he was something that I he was someone that I could like use as like not use as an anchor sorry he served as an anchor for me um in terms of you know when I was always like Cousin, when you're in high school, like, you get overwhelmed by things, and, like, mental health starts to become, like, a thing, um, although mental health is always a thing, but, like, high school, you start to notice it a little bit, um, he was, he was someone that, that stuck, you know, and we would always go to the music room, play the, I would play the drums, I would, like, learn, like, like, fucking Broken Boulevard of Dreams, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, sorry, um, that was, like, a song everybody knew, um, and I would play that, and, like, he would play it, and he would try to sing it, um, and then, yeah, that's when I realized friendships can be more than just... Friendships could go outside of school or, like, outside of school because I started to meet people more outside of school. I started to go for sleepovers. I started to go to parties more, and I would become, like... and I, But I would never drink. I think that was something that I was very adamant about. I never drank at any of my high school parties. Um, but I would still be, like, the littest person there. I would still dance the most. I would still... Littest, litest sounds like a dumbass word, but like the most energetic person there. I would dance the most. I would have, you know, uh, I would be the loudest. I would like celebrate the most, whatever was being celebrated. And that was something that came to me really naturally because I realized that being the more extroverted I was, the the more fun I was having too, just in the environment that I was in. And yeah, once you get to high school um you start understanding what it means to actually be there for someone because in high school you start to tussle with emotions and puberty and those things and everybody's going through changes and they need someone to be there for them for those changes and you know people start actually liking other people it's not just middle school romances now um it's more high school there's more weight to those things and there's You know, you got to help people through those things. There's, you know, family problems that now start to affect them because they're going to become an adult soon. Um, Like in middle school, like it's rarely unless, of course, like, you know, I mean, from the privilege that I've come from, um, like I didn't really have to worry about what my parents were doing. My parents had it pretty figured out um, in middle school in high school, too. We were pretty figured out. But like somebody else had a problem, you know, you have to listen and. Being there for someone became something that I kind of carried forward from that middle school where I was listening to all the like in, like women that I made friends with. Um, and it kind of continued in high school. I was someone that anybody could open up to, anybody could talk to, just because I was always warm, inviting, and I think never tired. And I never said no when someone wanted to talk. I think that was also something important that I learned. And a lot, I made a lot of friendships um, in high school that went in and out. Um, I lost a lot of friends for a specific reason, which we'll dive into someday. Um, but Or I cut myself off at the same time. I think that was also a bit my fault. But I became this person who wanted to just, you know, be there for people. And that's how I made a lot of friends. People would tell me things, and suddenly we were friends. Um, like, I knew things about people that other people didn't know. So that's just what made me a friend. And in hindsight, that feels kind of fucked up. Like, just because I knew something doesn't mean I was of of like it felt weird but when i think about it at the end of the day like that's all a friend at that age can be someone who knows things about you right and that kind of carried forward into college where again i was trying to fit in um always trying to fit in um and i started to learn that friendships in college because suddenly you're not around your parents you live on campus so Sorry, sorry about the yawn. Excuse me. Um you live on campus. Um you're always around people that you want to be around. Um I hope the yawning isn't rude by the way. Um It is quite late and I've had a long work day. Um but yeah. You're you're always around people. So suddenly your social life becomes the people that you just spent 8 hours in a day in like in class with. And there's no escaping that because when you're new to college and you're like, you know, in another country and obviously I'm in like a design school, so it's a whole other fucking ball game because everybody's so eccentric in their own way. And everybody's so different in their own way. Like I did like, like college at like design college made me realize how different people can be under the same roof and trying to achieve the same goals because, okay. In like high school, I was like, okay, cool. Everybody's trying to, you know, do good in math, physics and chemistry, like cool, like, that was the main goal, like, just do good in, like, a specific amount of subjects, but, like, when it comes, to, when it comes to college, and especially design college, the major, like, every major in the college was so different that I was like, damn, I need to make friends with people outside of my major, because I will learn so much, because I love learning perspectives, and that was what friendships became about me, uh, for me, just a different perspective on life, and that led to, you know, occasional jealousy, um because you know if someone was you know um doing better or they had like a quote-unquote um easier life than me I would kind of like be jealous of that person but that jealousy soon went away into um because I didn't I was like all right you know what like everybody lives differently and I learned to accept that really fast and I suddenly decided that I would just, you know, not focus on the jealousy and start to learn design through my friends. And once I started to learn through my friends about things I didn't know, God damn, the doors you open are, like, monumental. Like, I feel like friends that can teach you something are always, like, you might not even be friends with that person, but the teachings, the teaching is always stuck. And I think that was what, like, the most important thing for me is to take away from friendships, the teachings of that friendship. The person will change. The person will, you know, differ. But at that moment, when you're sharing that friendship with that person, you have to realize that those things that they will teach you will stick with you for life. Especially in middle school, high school, and college because you're changing, you're growing, you're learning, you're, and you never stop learning, but you're starting to understand yourself. You're starting to define yourself rather than just, you know, be an amalgamation of random-ass personalities or, like, random-ass, like, perks or quirks. Um, you're suddenly starting to define who you are. And like in design college especially, you have to define who you are in order to be able to justify the artwork you're creating. If you don't, if you aren't able to define yourself at least a little bit, then everything you do loses a little bit of weight because when people start asking questions that I discussed in the last um, episode um, and you can't, you know, back your decisions like in the, like whenever you decide to back them because you have to be able to do that. Um, in the professional world, at least, when you can't back your decision, everything loses weight and like you have to and you have to be able to define yourself um to understand where every, where things come from um and it was great. I think I made so many good friends in college um that I still love to this very day, and I would do anything for those people um and they all taught me very different things they all taught me. Different things about different cultures. I learned so much about Korean culture, so much about Chinese culture, so much about um, different places in China, um, for example, and like how those differ. And I learned so much about European culture. I learned so much about American culture. I think that was always interesting too. I learned so much about different states in India. Um, I was someone who was always detached from those things. Um, but it it taught me a lot, and I think those those teachings always stuck with me. And that's what started. That's what kind of like. And then then the pandemic hit, and shit hit the fan. I didn't see my friends for a long time, um, like physically. Suddenly everything became pixels, um, and friendships. I started to get like friendships became two D screens or fifteen minute meetings. Um, and how can you, how do you condense a friendship down to those things, right? Because there's a, suddenly there's this challenge on top of all the emotional and physical and men, like the mental stress of a pandemic, suddenly your friendships are falling apart. And I think that was when I noticed a shift in myself. I went from being a super, super social person that I was always down to go out, always down to talk to people, always down to study with people, always down to help people. I started to kind of retract. I think, I, I think that extroverted side of myself started to run its course, and my friendships became very minimal or low maintenance after that. I just became someone who didn't get in your way. Now, personally, now I know from that, from the, from since when the pandemic has started, since to now, I've become someone who doesn't really get in other people's way anymore. Like, and I'm someone also who, doesn't really update anybody about my life because, cuz nothing's happening. There's nothing to talk about. At the end of the day, like my life is kind of stagnant right now, which is fine. Um I think that those those uh, those patches are normal, because when some things are stagnant and then something's happening, like you know, it, it's like a cycle essentially. Um I just I became someone who yeah didn't get in people's way after that point. And I just started to isolate myself a little bit and I started to become more independent and a friendship then started to become more about those little moments that you share with someone rather than the all encompassing, um, for me personally, if friendships became those little moments that I shared with people rather than the depth of the bond that I had. Like I could call people, my friends, because I'd shared like specific moments with them in time. And Not because they were like, they knew something super deep and emotional about me. I had those friends too. I still love those friends. Um, And I still continue to talk to them on like an occasional basis nowadays. Um, And those people will always be there for me. But like the number of people that knew super deep emotional things about me started to decrease. Because I realized not everybody needs to fucking know like emotional crap about me. Because I could deal with it. Like that's a, that's something that I learned. That if I was just given enough time with myself, I could deal with all my problems myself. And that is um, a super privileged thing to say. Yes, I understand that. But that also came from listening to people in the past and listening to how people dealt with their problems and using those and reworking those techniques into myself and kind of being able to open up to myself even. And, you know, there were days where I punched walls and there were days where I cried in my room. But there were days where... I smiled at, like, you know, a joke that I made sitting alone in my room. That sounds like I'm going crazy. It was a pandemic. Give me a break. But there was, like, this. I became my own friend. I never had that. I was always searching for a good friend in other people. Um, Like, I was subconsciously searching for a good friend in other people. But then I realized that the best friend that you can have is yourself. And that's when I, like, noticed a shift in myself. Like, if I'm able to take care of myself and I can, you know enjoy myself um, as a person, be happy with who I am and be my own best friend. The world isn't too 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 shit in a put in a way. like yes, I have friends outside of myself obviously I have a friend that I drink with occasionally. Um, now we go out for like a random beer um, for a random beer. Sometimes I have, you know, friends over that I've met through streaming um, that, you know, we meet, we talk once in a while, like I text. But I don't usually text people nowadays. Um, That's something that I've kind of reduced over time because I feel like those frivolous conversations like, oh, my day's like this today and like blah, 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 like this week was like this. Those have started to lose their weight to me because I know that people are just, you know, capable of chilling. And I always check in on people like, hey, how you doing? Because I know people sometimes struggle like those. I know who, which friends to check in on because they um, sometimes need to be checked in on. And that's totally normal. They're still learning. They're still growing. I did have an accelerated path to growing because of the things that I went to in the past. Um, and then I realized that like adult friendships are like a completely different ballgame. And I'm still understanding how to navigate them. Because when you're an adult, like at my age, I mean, I'm, in, I'm still like a new adult, but you have to find peace in your own time because you can't like, I mean, this also comes from the fact that I don't live with like a friend, but you have to find me. Be- I-, I have learned to like find peace in my own time. Like being my own best friend has led me to understanding that you can, I can just chill and, you know, do some writing, do some reading, do some YouTube watching and go about my day. And that doesn't affect me in any way, I still have friends outside, I still go to a party here and there, I still go out here and there, but it's not like I'm seeking those opportunities anymore, like, back in middle school, high school, and college, I was seeking opportunities to go out, seeking things, and I would try to make plans whenever I could, um, with, you know, specific friends, and I was always seeking this interaction with humans, like, different humans, and trying to learn, and, like, understand more perspectives, and, like, kind of be, like this social whore almost. Um, and then I realized that once you start, once I realized that like I can be at peace with myself, I could search for different perspectives elsewhere in academia, in reading, in YouTube videos that are more heart to heart and podcasts. in, And then I started to learn more about people just through like passively more than actively and that's when I started to really just become independent and I think that that this independence came to me pretty early in life and I think that's something that my dad always also used to tell me just like being independent is super important because at the end of the day you are looking out for yourself and nobody is technically responsible for you at the end of the day like they can't be like you're responsible for the little things about yourself and you have, to be learn- you have to learn to be able to pick those things up and, you know, do your own shit. And this might sound harsh, and you might not be able to do it right now, but I think in the long term, if you're not able to do these things, you can't be a good friend to other people at the same time. That's what I'm going to dive into a little bit later. Um, like, what is it like to be a good friend? A good friend is just, for me, a good friend is just someone who has their shit together and we catch up, like, occasionally. Like... I have my own problems. They have their own problems, but I want them to be able to deal with things themselves. Like a good friend to me is someone who can teach me. Um, oh, let me roll that back. A good friend to me, I guess right now at this stage of my life, is someone who can teach me the meaning of independence. And what I mean by that is someone who, you know, doesn't constantly um go out all the time doesn't constantly because like that that shit's exhausting for me personally like I'm not someone who likes going out often anymore or likes constantly you know doing something new like I'm very happy with the routine and I'm very happy with the kind of life I've made for myself so far and I'm gonna drink some coffee um Like for example, what I mean by routine is the fact that I Saturday is my open time. And by that I mean is Saturday is something that I usually go out alone in and I leave it for exploration. And by that I mean I stream at night on Saturdays, right? Uh, so shameless plug, um, twitch.tv says main tries. Um, I stream on Saturday nights. So the Saturday, the day is always left open for anything. And that could be me going out alone to the city. Or me meeting a friend that day. Um, This Saturday, I'm meeting a friend. Um, But after that, I'm probably going to, you know, stay in the city, walk around, have some fun, and just chill out by myself. And I think that kind of independence of just being able to be my own best friend is, it can feel isolating and lonely, for sure. At times, I'm always jealous of people who have people to talk to. Um, It's not like I don't have anybody to talk to. Um, I just choose to be with my own thoughts and be with my own, um, be with my own problems and deal with my own problems. And I think that that kind of independence has probably been, you know, drilled into me because of my, um, upbringing and just realizing that, you know, if sometimes like you'll lose people and that has led to me becoming very independent, um, as a whole, but, yeah, that's something that I've kind of, you know, developed slowly. And also as an adult, I think what's important is having a, like when you have a job, like making friends at work is super important. Like I'm super close to my supervisor, um, but we don't talk to each other outside of work. Um, but we do talk about very non-work things during work. And I think that's like, a, that's like a new kind of friendship that I'm developing. It's 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 nice to have that kind of friend that you can you know talk to anything about during work hours it's like it's like a 9 to 5 friendship almost and that sounds super fucked up and transactional but it's it's nice because we respect that we have lives outside of work and we don't get in each other's way outside of work and that's always been something that i like enjoy like that's the kind of friendship that i think i've en- like i've enjoyed the most like cuz i don't like being bothered all the time for some things like that that just you know like i think now, I don't specifically like back before COVID. I did not care. Like I was like, oh, yeah, sure. You want to go get a coffee? Let's go get a coffee right now. I was like fucking 8 p.m. But we would just get a coffee and like things like that were always like good for me. And I, I became I was like super like wanting to do things for people in, in college. And that's something that became super fucked up um, in my head, because if I wasn't able to help someone or someone had like someone had a problem without me being there for them I would always beat myself up for it and that was like this was all created in my own head and I've moved way past that um but then yeah I think that I think it also and I also realized that like the more I learned about people the less I wanted to be friends with them sometimes um which is always uh, like and that I see that especially on Twitter like um a lot of people that I like, see on, like, Twitter in general, like, they're, the more I learn about them, the more I'm like, wow, these people are fucked up. Like, the more you just, like, look at a random person's reply on, like, a post, and you're like, wow, this person is really fucked up. And those things, like, you start to know, uh, uh, that you you start to lose faith in those kinds of, like, close, like, I've started to lose faith in those kind of close friendships. Because, how oh, fuck, I've cut myself um on the fucking like a foil earlier in the day on my finger. Um, And I have started to kind of realize that, like, I will be my own closest friend always. And I've started to not close myself off from people. I think I'm always open to opening up to someone because my... But I'm not, like, looking for a reason to open up to someone anymore. I'm very happy with my own thoughts, and I'm very happy with my own learnings about myself. Um, And... Yeah, now the current friends I have are people who I will always hold accountable. Um, and I will obviously defend them always within reason. But something that I've noticed throughout, you know, my childhood friendships, my high school friendships, college friendships, and work friendships is like everything runs its natural course. And it's okay to lose people because at the end of the day, those people definitely taught you something. That's why it's hurting you to lose them right so always try to focus on because sometimes you just can't help lose people all right like it's gonna happen i think mean, that's the natural nature of being a social um being like you search you get new social experiences and all social experiences fade away but it's those things that you learn from those friends that you always have to carry forward and there are a specific amount of things that i carry forward from all my different friends that i've had and i can probably and i'm probably an amalgamation of like uh, i've used that word twice now how many I'm enjoying it. But I am like a mishmash of all my different friends' personalities. Like the certain things I like or the certain things I do. I'm like, I'm I'm a concentrated version of different parts of different people and the things that they've taught me. And currently I'm understanding how to be a good friend because I know I've neglected a lot of friends too. I'm not saying that I'm a perfect person. I've neglected a lot of friendships. I've, you know forgotten to text people or not kept in touch with people a lot but I think that's something that I'm working on but it's also something I'm realizing do I even want to work on some those things um as a whole like do I like I don't want to have to put effort into friendship I think I'm very like I'm very chill that way like I'm not I'm a very low maintenance friend now like if you Hit me up. It's cool. But if you don't hit me up and hit me up after like six months, we'll still be the same kind of like friends, you know, I think that's something that all my friends know, like no matter when they hit me up in their lives, like though, I will always have space for them. Um, and we can spend like a coffee catching up and it'll all be chill. Like I think that's what I believe. Like I I believe that as a, fr- as a friend that I haven't talked to in a while, um, if you just decide to get a coffee with me and we catch up over coffee, I'm so down. And that's just the nature of friendships as a whole, you know. Friendships, for me, have always run their natural course, and I've never forced them. The one time I did force them, it led me to fucking shit, and I hated it. Um, that I will talk about some other day. Um, but, yeah, friendships always... Uh, yeah, that, that's one takeaway that I've had. from This is like a very random-ass ramble on friendships, by the way. I kind of deviated so hard a lot of the times, but... It's, it's a complicated topic at the end of the day because as someone who's had a lot of friends and lost them as well, I think I've realized that all those things just run their natural course and it's important to take those teachings forward from your friends and go on from there. And remember that it's all right to not have any friends in quote Like I put that in quotes because like a friend to you can be something completely different to other other people. That's also something that I noticed a lot in my own friendships. Like the people that I call friends, a lot of people would just call like acquaintances. Like I was always one level above. Like I was like, I was always like, like a close friend of mine was literally someone I would die for. But like um, a close friend for some people was like something that, you know, they would like always hang out with or always be comfortable around. And it was always, yeah, that kind of faded and now I'm just, you know, vibing by myself and I would die for myself. That is basically one of the things that I would kind of, yeah. I don't have really, I have close friends for sure, but I don't, they might not, they might not. I might not treat them as, like, a close friend that you might have. So, you kind of have to... As a friend, you have to establish your own boundaries and friendships. And uh, est- I think it make clear the kind of friend you are. Like, you... And that just comes with communication. Because if you don't make the kind of... If you don't make it clear to your friends, like, the kind of friend that you're going to be... They're going to assume things. Um, It's going to lead to fights. It's going to lead to guilt trips. It's going to lead to expectations. And it's going to lead to problems in the friendship itself, which could have been avoided if you just said, hey, listen, I'm a chill person, we'll occasionally hang out, yada, 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 I'm not someone who, and I'll always be there for you, I think that's something that, like, I've, I've never shied away from talking to people about their problems, and I think that's something that I'm always doing, like, I'm always in crisis aversion mode, which I can talk about some other day, but, yeah, that is, like, a summary of my friendships as a whole, um... Quite a, quite a disjointed ride, I think. Didn't really help that I'm recording this super late, but you know here we are recording nonetheless. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of Manny's Rambles. I'm going to start calling it Manny's Rambles at this point. But yeah, this was something that I hope you learned a little bit about me. I hope you were able to take away something about friendships from here. I hope you were able to relate. I hope you were able to not question your own friendships, but maybe be thankful for the friends you have because you realize that my way of being friends is absolute garbage and y- you hope that you never have a friend like me. That's also, that's also a takeaway you can have. And honestly, good for you for then for that. But yeah, I hope you all have a great night. I'll see you all next week with another topic. I think I'll talk about the more recent things that have been happening um, in the world, because once they settle and all the information's out, it's more important to be able to look at it in a specific light. But yeah, thank you for listening. Take care. Bye-bye.